If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think that we also need to examine the root causes of this migration and, the, and address that this problem doesn't start at our border, but it starts with our foreign policy. That's right. It's America's fault that people want to leave bipolar countries with socialist governments. If only the United States didn't have bad foreign policy under Antony Blinken and Boltneck, John Kerry and Hillary Clinton, people wouldn't want to flee bipolar countries. That's AOC, of course. It is Labor Day weekend uh, after close of business today. I was uh, looking at the uh, criminals running our justice system and and a radical left prosecutor in Washington, D.C. who does not prosecute 67% of crimes. Criminals arrested by the police, 67% uh, not prosecuted. But if you're Joseph Biggs, who served eight years in the Army, uh, served in Iraq, uh, suffered a traumatic brain injury, got a purple heart, uh, then... The prosecutors want to give you 33 years in the penitentiary because you helped tear down a temporary fence. And when you walked into the Capitol unimpeded, you walked into the Senate chamber and they asked for 33 years. The prosecutors asked for 33 years because he's a radical left-wing criminal of a prosecutor. And in fact, the, the military veteran member of the Proud Boys They believe that Western civilization is the best. And when they come to Washington, they're often stabbed by uh, Democrats. But Joseph Biggs was sentenced to 17 years in prison. Uh, But they asked for 33 years. They asked for 33 years in prison. I noticed uh, another story out there today that got my attention. A uh, convicted murderer in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who was hired by a man uh, to murder his wife. And he did murder the man's wife. And he was sentenced to 30 years in prison yesterday, 30 years in prison. But the prosecution wanted to sentence an Army vet with a Purple Heart to 33 years in prison because he helped pull down a temporary fence, uh, not a permanent fence, a temporary fence. Did he assault a U.S. Capitol Police officer? No, no, he wasn't accused of that. Just terrorism. He was uh, kidding because terrorism and uh, seditious conspiracy to tear down a fence and to walk into the Senate chamber. That's uh, that's it. That's our justice system. There it is. There it is again. In the meantime, our borders are wide open. And in the meantime, more than 60 percent of Americans say that we are living paycheck to paycheck. CBS Fake News has the story. I think aren't they the least trusted news in uh, in America these days? Isn't that what the poll showed recently? More than 60 percent of we Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Here's what researchers say is to blame. CBS News wants to get to work immediately spinning it for the Democrats and the Biden administration. About 61 percent, you know, you wouldn't want to be too specific, more than 60 percent, it says in the headline. And then the first sentence, about 61 percent of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, an issue that impacts both low-wage 
and high-income families alike. I've reported this story in the past that even people making six figures, more than $100,000 a year in the United States, are living paycheck to paycheck. And it's in large part because everything is so much more expensive than it was. And that is because of bad economic policies. In fact, I have a, a text thread with uh, brothers of mine, with brothers of mine, and a brother in uh, San Diego, California, that's German, uh, in San Diego, California, my, my brother, who's a news reporter there, uh, sent a photograph of a gas station in uh, San Diego, regular gasoline, San Diego, $6.29 and nine-tenths. You got to have the nine-tenths because that's in there, right? And uh, the plus gasoline is six forty-nine and nine-tenths. V-Power gasoline, six fifty-nine and nine-tenths. $6.59 for your V-Power, that's your premium gasoline, mid-grade, $6.49 and nine-tenths. And regular gasoline, $6.29 and nine-tenths. Got to have the nine-tenths. Keeping in mind, of course, that uh, in Illinois, a brother in Illinois texted, well, here where I am, it's three eighty-five, three eighty-five in Illinois. And in every state in the union, I believe this is true, in every state in the union, the state takes a greater share per gallon of gasoline in taxes than the oil companies make on a gallon of gasoline. The oil companies make you know, like 17 cents on a gallon of gas or something like that, whereas in California, the state makes like $2.20 per gallon of gasoline because, you know, they're criminals and they're stealing as much money as possible. And and uh, welcoming in mass murderers from Brazil and moving them to New Hampshire and, and uh, capturing other murderers from Brazil who stabbed their girlfriends 38 times in front of their two little children. Well, the, the woman's two little children, not the illegal alien murderer. Turns out the illegal alien murderer uh, is from Brazil also, and he's wanted for murder there too. But thanks to the Biden administration, this woman in Pennsylvania was murdered by the illegal alien in front of her children, and that's okay. Uh, also because Democrats are in charge in so many places. Here's a, a great story out of, uh, and I, I got to get to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez too, uh, who is a mental dwarf. Can you say dwarf? Like an M, can you say MG midget? Can you still, it's an automobile from the 1960s. Here is a story out of San Francisco, California, where the criminals run the city into the ground. They call themselves Democrats. They smile. Gavin Newsom is planning on running for president, and the media loves him. They want to have sex with him. The headline at Fox News, Crime forces popular San Francisco restaurant to close after 14 years. Impossible to run a business. Cafe International in San Francisco also shuttered its doors for a week after the owner said she witnessed too much crime. Two different businesses we're talking about here. Gracias, madre. Thank you, mother. That's in uh, Spanish. And we've all got to learn to speak Spanish because the Democrats are going to turn us into a non-English-speaking country. It's part of their plan. Barack Obama told us so. Gracias, madre. A popular vegan restaurant in San Francisco's Mission District which they've turned into a hell, 
closed its doors this week after more than a decade. It's 14 years due to the city's deteriorating conditions. They wrote, Our mission was always to honor the mothers who give so much to serve, care, and to live in hope for their families, especially those in Mexico. Not in the United States. They're not on our side. The Democrats like it better that way. It has been an honor to work on behalf of their generosity and sacrifice all these years. A note posted outside the restaurant and online read, The condition of life in San Francisco has deteriorated and made running a small business nearly impossible, the note continues. Isn't that amazing? Betty Yu, a reporter for CBS News in the Bay Area, quoted Gracias Madre's ex-general manager Joseph Donahue as saying that many people found it a little bit too dangerous to visit the restaurant, especially at night, due to lack of parking spaces. And then you have to walk there and you're going to be murdered by the glassy-eyed, mentally ill, drug-addled Democrats that populate the city, often on the sidewalks, laying flat. If people did manage to find a place to place to park, he said, the thought of someone breaking into their vehicle kept them on edge. So a lot of customers did say they wouldn't want to come at night. Speaking to SFGate, Damihu blamed the economy and the state of the Mission District for the closure. If you go over a block to Valencia, a nearby street, it looks like a completely different city. They're paying attention to one area and forgetting about the other areas of the city, which is kind of upsetting. Yeah, you think it's kind of upsetting? Is that, is, it's kind of upsetting. Doesn't want to, you know, sound the alarm or anything, but it's kind of upsetting that uh, people won't come because it's too dangerous and your car will, you know, the smash and grab robberies from people's cars and, and of course, the muggings. And then you might be a, a dot-com titan who gets shot to death on the street or you might be the the husband of the Speaker of the House and live in a multi-million dollar hilltop mansion overlooking the city and have a lunatic break through your door and smash your head in with a hammer because this is the Democrat Party and what they do as we all live paycheck to paycheck and the illegal aliens murdering people all over the place. It's kind of grim news today, isn't it, Michael? It's, uh, boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also, a San Francisco commissioner resigned and left a scathing letter that he wrote to the left-wing radical mayor there whose name is London Breed. London Breed is falling down, exposing the city's squalid condition. Amazing stuff. San Francisco commissioner resigned, scathing letter to London Breed after exposing city's squalid conditions. The ex-land use commissioner in San Francisco, said rampant drug use and business closures could destroy the city, you think? The San Francisco Land Use Commissioner, Alex Ludlam, the creator of the Doom Loop, he created that, you know, there's this term that has been coined for American cities because of what the left is doing from coast to coast, and the term is Doom, like Doomsday, Loop, like a loop-de-loop in the air, a Doom Loop. And he created a walking tour of the city, 
Uh, it went viral where he would bring you by the doom loop where all the glassy-eyed, mentally ill junkies are sprawled out on the sidewalks and the tents and the needles and the human waste all over the place. And, and he said, I regret my... I regret that my attempt to bring attention to the deplorable street conditions and rampant criminality in my neighborhood has been misconstrued as a mockery of suffering individuals, he wrote in his letter. He said, satire is a poor way to address the grave issues we face as a city. The former commissioner was reportedly identified after relief, uh, after uh, refunds for his doom loop walking tour um, became public, which was designed to show off downtown San Francisco in all of its doom and squalor, and uh, revealed in an email to the public, the San Francisco Chronicle, and he became the bad guy of the story, right? Ludlam refused to apologize for his criticism of wide-ranging policies that permit an organized and malicious element to thrive in San Francisco. The unchecked drug dealing is plainly the root of our current problem. As long as the open-air drug markets continue their daily operations, we will continue to witness the misery of suffering addicts, the withdrawal of pedestrians and office workers, the ongoing closure of small businesses, and the stagnation of our rich cultural life. All of downtown will suffer until the markets, meaning the open-air drug markets, are closed. Mm, 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 mm. Now, he's telling the truth, and that'll get you in, uh, in uh, big trouble there. Mm, 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 mm. And, you know, uh, um, the, the headline here, Business Insider, says Twitter, I think they mean X, won't move out of San Francisco despite doom spiral. That's the headline. Twitter headquarters, meaning X headquarters, won't move out of San Francisco despite despite Doom spiral affecting the city, Elon Musk says. Well, he might change his mind now that the Justice Department is attempting to put him on trial and put him in prison for building a glass structure for his company in Austin, Texas, and for building electric cars that don't go as far as some advertisements might say. So they're after him to put him in prison now, really because he took over Twitter which was important to their propaganda dominance. You know, President Joe Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme. Contrary to their claims, of course, this is not in your best interest or mine. Time is of the essence, though, so taking action now is a great idea to protect yourself and your, your financial future. You can help protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. IRAs with gold and silver, real gold and silver. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. Get all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Get smart by calling American Alternative Assets at 888 the number four, the word gold, 20. 888-446-5320. Call them today. Get smart now. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, 
I tell you, I collected the news today, and I came in. A, it's uh, this is the Democrat Party. This is what they're doing. Vote accordingly. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. CNN. CNN has the headline today. It seems like everyone has COVID-19. No, it doesn't. That's the headline. It seems like everyone has COVID-19. Here comes the authoritarian, you know, the hobnailed boot of the left. No more vaccine mandates. Joe Biden was talking about it again the other day. He is very severely mentally impaired. It seems like everyone has COVID-19. Here's why this wave is probably worse than official data suggests. And a left-winger named Deidre McPhillips typed the story on behalf of the Democrat Party. COVID-19 certainly didn't take a vacation this summer. It didn't. Virus levels in the U.S. have been on the rise for weeks. But it's hard to know exactly how wide how widely it's spreading, how widely it's spreading. I'd take that to rewrite. How widely it's spreading, Deirdre? Come on. Federal data suggests that current increases have stayed far below earlier peaks and notable surges, but judging by word of mouth among family, friends, and coworkers, it can seem like everyone knows someone who's sick with COVID-19 right now. Well, that's because the communists in China at the Wuhan Institute of Virology engineered a virus, and then it got loose on the planet, whether on purpose or by accident. And Anthony Fauci helped with our taxpayer dollars and then lied about it. And the media is fine with that. They're good with that. But the CNN headline, it seems like everyone has COVID-19. I don't think that's true. I know one person who has the Wuhan Red Death right now. One person. Michael Percy knows one person that has the Wuhan Red Death right now. But at CNN, it seems like everyone has COVID-19. Coronavirus! Wuhan, China! Woo! Cardi B, our favorite Cardi B. We love Cardi B. She wants to know where her tax dollars are going to. 
Yeah, and CNN today, it seems like everyone has COVID-19. Seems like everyone's transgender, too, but, uh, but that's not true. I know one person that has the Wuhan right now. Michael Pierce, he knows one person that has the Wuhan. And it's because the communists in Wuhan, China, have a um, you know, laboratory, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and they, it uh, really has level two security, but they're uh, biosecurity, uh, BSL, biosecurity level. Uh, two, when it's supposed to have BSL-4 biosecurity level four, but really they operate at about a biosecurity level two, and they're uh, tampering with these viruses from uh, a bat-borne virus, and the bats in question uh, are only found about 600 miles away from Wuhan, China, uh, deep in caves, so you got to go get them, and then they play with them, and then Anthony Fauci sends them our tax dollars, and then they blame it on the middle class uh, because they shop at a wet market and uh, say, oh, no, it came from, you know, an alligator or whatever the hell it was. What was it? A, a paraffin station, some animal nobody ever heard of. And uh, no, sorry, it came from the Chinese, the communists, and they could care less about, about human life. You know, we attribute uh, worldwide 7 million deaths officially to the Wuhan Red Death, including more than a million in the United States of America. Uh, I was looking at the numbers last weekend um, just because, you know, it's what I do. I look at stuff. And um, and the Washington Post, oh, it's, yeah, because the Washington Post had a piece that said more than 7 million deaths are attributed worldwide to the Wuhan Red Death out of Wuhan, China. And, and the Washington Post said, but experts say the number could be two or three times that, the real number, could be two or three times as high which would be 14 million or 21 million people. That was a throwaway line buried deep in the uh, story. But, you know, the communists kill people by the tens of millions. That's what they do. And the left doesn't care. That includes in the United States. And they say that um, we've had more than one million deaths attributed to the Wuhan. We know that many of those deaths are deaths that were attributed to the Wuhan, even though Wuhan was not the cause, but that people died with the condition with the virus, but not from the virus or of the virus. See, we know that uh, that that's true, and that's not a scientific fact that is in dispute. Uh, also, the Washington Post said that uh, we've had a what was it like 138 million cases of the Wuhan Red Death, approximately. This is from memory from the story last week, and about 1.1 million deaths attributed which would be a death rate of less than 1%, right? 138 million cases of Wuhan, uh, 1.1 million deaths attributed to Wuhan. That is a death rate of less than 1%. You have 100 million cases, 1 million deaths, that's 1%. So 138 cases, 1.1 million deaths, that is well below 1% mortality rate, fatality rate, uh, from the Wuhan Red Death. And President Trump uh, famously said that uh, the death rate's probably about 1%, and he was attacked for a month in the news media and on late-night TV and on Saturday Night Live, and, of course, as is so often the case. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, sir. Uh-uh-uh. All right, uh, Dear Devin, and CNN says everybody has Wuhan. It's like, reminds me of, uh, what was it? Um, um, was it Team America World Police? Everyone has AIDS? The musical, it was the, the musical, 
it was it was a play on rent, but it was uh, lease. It was called lease. <laughs> the play in the Team America World Police was called lease. It was a mockery of the play Rent, and um, and they sang everyone has AIDS. And now CNN is saying everyone has the Wuhan Red Death, but uh, that's, of course, not true. Dear Devon, in quotation marks, Jim Jordan says bombshell letter from Biden to Devon Archer proves connection to Hunter dealings. Congressman Jim Jordan, Chairman Jim Jordan, rejected claims Joe Biden's brief niceties were simply trivial exchanges, but proof of access. Just more than a thousand emails I was talking about it day before yesterday, and I think yesterday as well. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Congressman Jim Jordan says a bombshell 2011 note from then Vice President Joe Biden to his son's then business partner, Devin Archer, is solid proof that the current president has not been above board in his denials on the matter. On The Story on the Fox News Channel Thursday with Martha McCallum, he uh, read the note obtained by the New York Post, of course. Who else? It's the only newspaper in the United States of America that Joe Biden and uh, uh, said he regretted being unable to speak with Archer at an event where he was hosting then-Chinese President Hu Jintao. I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Hu. Who? Who's on first? I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Now, all these letters, the emails, the, the guy's guilty as hell, and the evidence is just falling through the ceiling tiles like a snowstorm. It's ridiculous. And if we had a news media, and we don't, Joe Biden would be forced to resign in disgrace. But, you know, we've got to have a news media, and we don't. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also, uh, anger erupts after uh, Biden Department of Obstruction of Justice gets five pro-life activists convicted and thrown in jail. They each face 11 years behind bars and a $350,000 fine. Five pro-life activists that went to a very controversial, shady, sleazy abortion clinic that kills almost entirely black babies. Uh, The Democrats are good with that. And the five pro-life protesters actually went into the abortion clinic and had kind of a sit-in, a sit-in. They didn't shoot anybody like so many Democrats in Washington do, but... Joe Biden's Department of Justice successfully swayed a jury on Tuesday to convict five pro-life activists for demonstrating at a controversial abortion clinic in Washington, D.C., which the DOJ argued violated the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. It's called the FACE Act, F-A-C-E. Kind of ironic since, you know, your baby has a face. Conservatives quickly expressed outrage over the case, especially since the activists, Lauren Handy, 28, John Hinshaw, 67, Heather Edoni, 61 years old, and William Goodman, 52 years old, uh, and Herb Garrity, 25 years old, face 11 years behind bars and were thrown in jail to await their sentences. 
The activists also face $350,000 fine each. From the beginning, this trial has been a sham where they completely biased pro-abortion judge who has made a mockery of our justice system, live action founder Lila Rose said in a statement. This decision will be appealed and uh, it will be, and we demand it be overturned. These activists are heroes. Now, I mean, honestly, the Democrats, they take over places all the time and have sit-ins and they lay in traffic and and they uh, mess with people all over the place. They destroy businesses, uh, not in the name of pro-life, you know, but uh, the Daily Wire host Michael Knowles said Wednesday on the Michael Knowles show that these five pro-life demonstrators are political prisoners. The evil apparatchiks in Washington, D.C. are imprisoning these five patriots for the simple act of demonstrating against abortion. But the Democrats on Capitol Hill came up with this phony law where if you protest things that they love, like death, then you'll get a decade and more in prison. These five pro-life activists demonstrated in defense of babies, mostly black babies, at an abortion mill, an infanticide factory, and for that they face more than a decade in prison, right? But the Democrats, you know, they uh, they imprison their political enemies because they're not liberals, they're the left. They're not liberals, they're the left. And they're anti-life, they're pro-death. You may recall a uh, moment during the Black Lives Matter protest, which, you know, led to burning and arson and looting and, and killing and uh, injuring thousands of police. And, and an African-American man who's pro-life showed up at a Black Lives Matter rally with a bunch of white leftists sitting in some place. Black lives matter or just some black lives? The black babies killed in the abortions clinics matter, right? Thought so. Total silence from the white liberals doing a sit-in, just like these protesters did. None of them faced a day in prison, much less a year, much less a decade. But the left is here. They're not liberals. They're the left. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to I gotta get to, I gotta get to AOC too. Let's go to AOC because AOC is always entertaining because she's such a mental midget. Can you say mental midget? AOC talking to the New York Times being fluffed by the radical left wing anti American extremist New York Times reporter Lulu Garcia Navarro uh, on the root cause of all of the illegal immigration. People coming to the United States by the millions and millions, record numbers last month at our southern border. And, uh, you know, we got the Brazilian mass murderer, killer of 11 in Brazil, arrested in New Hampshire. We got the Brazilian murderer that stabbed his girlfriend 28 times in front of her two little children, who escaped from prison last night in Pennsylvania on the loose. Look for a, he's five foot tall, I'm not kidding. Look for a five foot tall Brazilian murderer on the loose. Uh, Here's AOC. She's got all the answers. I think we also need to examine the root causes of this migration and and address that this problem doesn't start at our border, but it starts with our foreign policy. It's our fault. We did it. Uh, People are fleeing their beephole countries, not because they're socialist hellholes with no economy because of the socialist economies 
and the socialist leaders. But because of our foreign policy, it's our fault. Everything is our fault. Blame America first. This woman has a brain the size of a grain of rice. I know, I've seen the scan. Uh, Here's the New York Times radical leftist reporter Lulu Garcia Navarro. I know that this has been a right-wing talking point. Right-wing But I do want to understand talking your thinking point. here. Why haven't you used your considerable clout to visit the border considerable as a Latino leader and highlight the ongoing issues there now like you did during the Trump administration? Mm-hmm. It's a right-wing talking point. Why haven't you used your considerable clout as a bartender in Congress to go because there are more people in cages at our southern border right now than there were during uh, the Trump administration. Uh, But she could care less because it's not about the country. It's not about the people at the border. It's not about people dying and drowning. And by the way, those buoys that uh, Governor Abbott put there have actually cut down on the number of people drowning. But AOC doesn't care. It's not about the rape trees with all the panties slung from the branches. They could care less about that. The human trafficking, the child sex trafficking, they could care less about all of that. And Lulu Garcia Navarro could care less about all that uh, as well. But uh, here are the New York Times and and uh, AOC in bed, as always. Well, this is something that we're actively planning on. Uh, what I have done actively and what we planning are doing, on. actually, is actually. we've done tours of our New York area facilities. I think right now it's a border this crisis state. is in our own backyard. It is. And we have toured the Roosevelt Hotel. And Roosevelt. I think it's been very important for us to, especially to my constituents, who are demanding accountability on this to look at that front line that is right here in New York City. But we are also planning I, I wanna, on that as well. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, but she went to the Roosevelt Hotel, in which is right across from Pennsylvania Station, the train station in New York City, uh, that they've emptied out of normal people and filled with uh, illegal aliens, probably murderers from all over the world. Uh, pretty amazing. See, they're showing up in the American Virgin Islands now in large numbers, including from China. Uh, but pay no attention to that. And it's, uh, so wait a minute, the front line is now New York City? Yeah, that's right, AOC. Yeah, I want I want to get to New York, but I, I do yeah, want to understand a little bit about why you haven't up until now. I mean, we're you can two just and stay a half in New years York. into this administration. The border's the in Manhattan. Burgeoning. Yes. It's Staten Island. And you have been a self-declared and widely viewed leader on this Yes, issue. She's yes. a widely well, I mean, viewed I, leader. Again, I think that this is something that, that's the we problem. We have been working on, but when this crisis is right here in our own backyard, I have absolutely prioritized uh, having that visitation presence. She's got a visita- visitation presence. She might be the Virgin Mary. It's uh, it's quite possible because, you know, she's uh, she's AOC. What does the A stand for again? I think I remember, but I, I keep forgetting. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, and uh, she wants accountability. You just have to figure out a way to blame Republicans for it. That's the key to accountability here. And the New York Times. Such journalists. Where do they find such people? Amazing. Just extraordinary. Our Democrat Party. If you've never met a Planned Parenthood baby, I'm happy to let you know that I am one. Well, we have record numbers of people swarming our southern border and arresting mass murderers from Brazil and New Hampshire and escaped murderer from Brazil and on the loose in Pennsylvania. 
And uh, the new jobs numbers are out today. And they're not good jobs numbers because the economy is not good because Joe Biden and the left are in charge of the United States of America. And uh, the August jobs report, uh, the media is doing their best to spin it, but it looks like uh, very, very low numbers. And my friend James Rosen at Newsmax TV is uh, tweeting that Joe Biden now is about 40 minutes late or more. He's supposed to come out to the Rose Garden at the White House on this beautiful day and talk about the jobs numbers. But James Rosen put out an ex post as of this writing President of the United States is 30 minutes late for his scheduled remarks on in the Rose Garden on the August jobs report. And that's because the numbers are terrible. They're dismal. Uh, also, David Asman at uh, Fox News with an ex-post, unemployment rate unexpectedly rose from 3.5% to 3.8%. Also, June and July uh, unemployment numbers were revised down 110,000 coincidental downturn revision happening a lot when Democrats are in there. They take another look at the unemployment numbers from last month. Oh, we overestimated. And the month before, oh, we overestimated. So we're lying to you all the time. Uh, Add this to the possibility of United Auto Workers strike, which is in the offing, and it does look like a slowdown in the economy, just as oil is moving up to $85 a barrel. Stagflation, says David Asman. Amazing. All right, let's take a quick phone call, and then we're going to take a break for a three-day weekend for most people. Let's go to Rick calling from Ottawa, Canada. Oh, gosh, Rick, I've only got about a minute for you, but uh, I know you can say what you want to say. Hey, Rick. Hi, Chris. I hope all is well with you and your best girl. My best girl, uh, Mrs. a.k.a. Mrs. Rick, is a little on a, She could use a few Hail Marys and some chicken soup, I'm thinking, some Jewish penicillin. <laughs> um, Does she have the Wuhan? <laughs> I won't comment on that. Um, uh, if the vegans are leaving Dodge, that's a, surely a sign of the apocalypse. If they're taking their radishes and their organic lettuce and... <laughs> In, in San Francisco, yeah, the or, organic Mexican restaurant closing down in San Francisco. Uh, tyranny. A couple of quick, quick, quick thoughts. Well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I pretty much ran out the clock on you, Rick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to invite you to call back uh, because I didn't leave enough time on the clock. I apologize for that. I want to wish everyone a very happy Labor Day weekend. I hope that you have a three-day weekend. And you have a nice family and, you know, Mrs. Rick to spend it with. God bless America. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together... It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.